live from a secret location at Jacobs Boulevard, this is Craft. I'm Adam Rebar, and I'll be filling in for Doug today. Steve Goebel has written for 10 Ohio news publications and has written everything from crime reports to craft beer reviews to poetry. He has published one book so far and will be publishing a second book, The Devil's Wind, in September. But today on Craft, he's here to talk about his first book, Bloody Black Flag, a Spider John mystery. How are you today? Not bad. How are you today? I'm doing good. Can you tell us a little bit about Spider John? Spider is a reluctant pirate. By that, I mean, as a young man, he worked as a carpenter on a whaler that was attacked by pirates. And because he had a useful skill, the pirates took him into their crew rather than uh, cast him overboard with the people that they felt they didn't need. He was a young man. He had a new wife and a new kid back home. Wanted very much to live, so he reluctantly joined up with the pirates and eventually learned that doing so meant he had to do the fighting and the thieving that everybody else had to do. Otherwise, he became a a detriment to the operation and, and they wouldn't keep him alive. So he never wanted to be a pirate, but he's learned how to do that to survive And in the course of my books, he's trying to find a way out of that life to get back uh, home, Uh, but he finds that that is uh, not the easiest thing to do. What sort of inspired a reluctant pirate character? Well, part of it comes from my own reading. Treasure Island, Robert Louis Stevenson, is the best pirate book anyone ever wrote and it's one of the first books i ever fell in love with as a as a young man or well as a boy really and on the heels of that i read hound of the baskervilles and fell in love with that too so i've always been drawn to stories of adventure and action but i've also really enjoyed detective stories and and the sort of brain teaser puzzles that arthur conan doyle and rex stout and and people like that right And this was kind of my way of taking two different genres that I really enjoy and mashing them together, I guess, into something that I hope will appeal to other readers. Did you do any research going into the Bloody Black Flag? Um, Yeah, I did. Uh, There was a fair amount of nautical research to try to get my terminology right. I'm not a sailor myself. And also reading trial transcripts and eyewitness accounts from pirate attacks. The pirates themselves were understandably pretty secretive people. They didn't necessarily confess to everything in a journal or something that we could all find and read, but they did occasionally leave witnesses. They did occasionally get caught and taken to trial. And so we have some information uh, from those accounts that at least informed what I was writing a little bit or helped me get some of the color right. But by and large, the story is mostly out of my own head. Pirates are often portrayed as beer drinkers, pillaging savages. Does that come across in this book at all? Or do you try to subvert the pirate stereotype? Well, I I started with the premise that pirates are human beings. And some of them are very bad people. And they do very bad things. And others, like my protagonist, Spider John, are reluctantly caught up in this life. Another character in my book is a, a young man named Hob, who sort of views pirates from the sort of fanciful mythological standpoint in a way. He just he thinks they're the coolest thing. And he and Spider form sort of a relationship where Spider's trying to nudge Hob away from the pirate life. I have another character that in the book named Odin 
who is a crusty old guy who sailed with Blackbeard, and he's sort of my link to the mythology of pirates. You know, he tells, uh, in the book, he tells tall tales of things he saw Blackbeard do, or uh, other things of that nature. So I, I guess I'm trying to walk a fine line between the reality of piracy. It was a sort of a dirty, grubby, rough way of life. And the popular image of piracy where people, you know, like the swaggering and the bravado and swinging from the rat lines and everything else. I kind of have a little bit of both. I wanted to meet the expectations of readers. Who, if you pick up a book called The Bloody Black Flag, there's got to be some sword play in there. You know, there's got to be some swashbuckling. So I have some of that. But I didn't want the whole thing to come off as a caricature either. I wanted my the, the people in my book to come off as real people that the readers could either care about or loathe as appropriate. Does your work on the brewologist transfer over to the Bloody Black Flag at all? Not really, although in the second book, which is called The Devil's Wind, another it's another Spider John adventure that will publish from 7th Street Books in September, there is a character who's very loosely based on a local brewer here near where I live. But for the most part, my guys drink whatever they can get their grubby hands on. You have a non-pirate book coming out. Can you tell us anything about that? I have a non-pirate book that I'm working on right now. It's a uh, detective story set in rural Ohio, and it's a bit of a police procedural featuring a detective who's struggling with some of his own inner demons. It would be premature to say it's coming out, though. I, it's not under contract, and I don't have it sold yet, but that's what I'm working on now. And then I have a couple more Spider John books plotted out fairly loosely in various degrees of outline that I'll be working on after I wrap that up. What does the future hold for Spider John? Is it more swashbuckling, or can you tell me if he ever leaves the pirate life? Well, I, <laughs> he's certainly going to try to lead the pirate life. He's got a a wife and a kid at home that he wants to get back to. But I'm sort of ripping off Homer here a little bit. The Odyssey, uh, Spider is trying to get home, but I'm going to keep throwing difficulties in his way. I can tell you that the third book, which is right now in advanced pre-planning, I have it pretty much outlined how I want it to go, uh, will actually take place on shore as opposed to at sea or at least the bulk of it, uh, but it's still going to involve pirates and Spider trying to disentangle himself from this uh, life that he's gotten into. Um, he may eventually find home, but even then it's still going to be pirates on his heels and murders to figure out and things like that. I don't know that he'll ever uh, reach that happy place where he gets to settle down. <laughs> You mentioned earlier that one of the characters in your next Spider John is based on a local brewer. Is there any other overlap between your real-life job as a reporter and your job as a novelist? No, not really. I live in farm country in Ohio, so we don't have ships and anchors and whales and pirates or anything like that. And I don't really base characters too much on people I know or anything like that. I don't want anybody reading the book and wondering if I'm writing about them. I'm really not. But I do 
I guess, pick up maybe some characteristics from people I've met here and there and use those to make my characters live and breathe a little bit. But mostly it's mannerisms and uh, maybe ticks of speech and things like that. I, I don't really base my characters on, on my real life. My real life is way too boring for anyone to want to read about. What's important when you set out to write a novel? Do you write just to entertain people with the bloody black flag or do you have some purpose in mind? I would say mostly, at least for this series of books anyway, it is mostly entertainment. I want you know, we, we all have uh, difficult lives and day job problems, bills to pay and things like that. And what I really want to do is give them a respite from that for a few hours. I think my book will appeal to people that enjoy a good swashbuckling tale or a nice brain puzzle. I put all the clues out there for the reader to pick up on. Um, I, I just kind of want to let people have fun with it. The the detective novel I'm working on now maybe gets into some more actual serious real-life issues. The, the main character is dealing with past depression and, and anxiety. Uh, he's investigating a case that sort of brings back some memories that he thought he had buried. So that one maybe is a little bit closer to our own real lives. The Spider-John stuff is mostly hopefully entertaining and fun what made you want to start writing for the first place either as a journalist or as a novelist reading is the thing that made me most want to be a writer i have loved books and reading from a very young age and i always have something in progress that i'm reading my way through often two or three books at a time it's just, you know, I get caught up in other people's stories and you know, people like Robert Louis Stevenson, Arthur Conan Doyle, Raphael Sabatini, Alexander Dumas, modern writers too. I can't read stuff without wanting to join that club myself. What do you think makes a novel fun? Is it a sense of adventure or is it really well thought out and planned out characters? Well, I'm going to have to say both. The thing about a novel is it, you're asking a reader to make a much larger investment of their own time and effort than, say, a television show or a movie. If I want people to stick with my book for 300 pages or so, I need to make my characters people they can relate to. I work very hard to make Spider somebody that people could like and root for, despite the fact that he's been working in this bloody business for a while. That said, I don't see any reason a novel can't be fun and entertaining along the way. I think you got to go a little both on that. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. For more information on our guest, visit www.crafttheshow.com. And if you would like to meet Steve Goebel, you can catch him at the Ohioana Book Festival, Saturday, April 14th, at the Sheraton Hotel in Columbus, Ohio. It's a free and open-to-the-public event. And until next time... Be creative.